0: Hello, everyone. I'm Ali from Free Conversation Lovers. Hello, and I'm Amir. We're Free Conversation Lovers. We have interviews with professionals, tourism related podcasts, and we are also going to have immigration related podcasts in which we'll give you information about the best countries that most people want to immigrate to. Uh, today, we're going to speak about India.
1: We have a guest from India. Uh, Sora, would you introduce yourself
2: yeah thank you ali thank you amir uh, it's a pleasure for me t- like you guys called me up here and like you guys having the podcast with me so i will introduce myself in my own language which is hindi for the indian viewers namaste bhaiyo bhaiyo aur My bhai mera naam saurav negi hai aur main uttarakhand daradhun sheher ka nivasi aur main india mein india mein rehta Currently I'm studying in Delhi University, which is a great university in India, so yeah I'm glad to to speak to you guys, let's continue. Thank you man, thank you, I really appreciate it that you're
1: here, uh, welcome to Free Conversation Lovers, I hope we can give listeners cool information about India, but everyone, before listening to this podcast, please subscribe and hit that notification bell,
0: yeah do it. And India, India, or official Republic of India, is a country in South Asia. It is the second most populous country, the seventh largest country by land area, and the most populous democracy in the world. And also, the population in India is more than 1.3 billion. It's really
2: crowded, I think. Right? What do you think? Like, second largest in the world yeah it is pretty pretty not much that crowded like if you go to some places like in uttar pradesh like in the northeastern northwestern western parts like the, these these states are pretty much crowded but yeah we can see that the population density is not very much in the other parts of the country so people live here like we live together with, with each other we share cultures and traditions so it's good yeah. It's good to have a great population and like we are moving forward with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, the national flag of India is Zental rectangular. Uh, if you remember one of our previous podcasts, uh, it was about amazing facts about Nepal. And we spoke about Nepal. We also mentioned the Nepal flag, uh, which looks differently. I mean, it's totally different from the other flags and, you know, and the other countries. And it was like two triangles or stuck together. So, but uh, so if you want to hear more about that flag, please check out the podcast. That was good. The top saffron color indicates the strength and courage of the country. The white metal band indicates peace and truth with Dharma Chakra, and the green shows the fertility.
0: Yes, exactly. It's it's actually beautiful. It's actually really beautiful and let me see you know yeah and it has also really beautiful you know landscapes i don't know can you can you say some beautiful landscapes in your country
2: yeah yeah india is like uh if you guys ever visited india and all the people who are watching it who are from india know that like, india is a very diverse country and like if you go to any part of the country like it, if, if even if it's north south east west you'll find different like kind of aesthetics different kind of landscape landscapes and like every part is covered with diff- different kind of like geography in the north northern northern part we have Himalayas and most of the northern part is covered with mountains like we have mountain ranges different and and then the south you goes you will have you will see coastal areas uh and beaches and stuff and the northeastern side you will see uh, snowfall deltas and stuff so india like people i love to visit in india not busy like it is very beautiful like to see the geography to see the things but the most important thing why people visit visit india is, is like it's kind of the spirituality which like which is there in the religion and so much religion and so much tradition is in is in there in India. So like people usually come here like to explore more about the like the inner peace and some and st- and thing. So yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. And we will we'll, we'll gonna, you know we, we are going to talk more about religions also. And yeah. the codes you know, uh, the codes are protected by their own set of rules in, in the constitution. And those are rules making killing cause a crime. Even in crowded cities, streets, Cows have the freedom to roam where they want without fear of being harassed by humans. Is it right? You know, uh, cows is considered sac- sacred in India? Cause? Co- yeah.
2: I mean cows. What is cause? Co- Cows, yeah, 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 yeah. Cow, cow. Like in India, like if you go, I have like it's very strange for me. Like for the for the people, like for the people from, who comes from the foreign countries, especially from the western countries like U.S., Canada, and even Australia. When people from other countries visit India and they go to McDonald's, they like they get astonished by seeing that the burgers they are like they are having there does not contain beef. So like it is strictly pro- prohibited in India, like we considered, consider cow as our like second mother and that is because to because like India used to be a like 30% of Indian uh, GDP is is due to the agriculture and like we like most of most of the ancestors we grew up as the farmers and like who used to farm cattle and stuff so in indian culture even if in uh, even in my village i am from uttarakhand and in my village when we go to my village we we uh, our grandparents used to have cows and like we used to feed them and they used to live with us in our home so it is considered as and we used to drink their milk so it is considered as a, our mother second mother which provides a nutrition and like helps children to grow to their fullest. So, so yeah it is sacred and like you can if you like every foreigners come here and they get astonished by seeing the cows really moving around in the streets and like like it's great yeah so you Tau, don't eat Tau, beef how right? do other religions yeah yeah you don't eat beef, beef. is banned in india yeah no, so there no, is no, no hamburgers not, not at all. right no no hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> Only plain yeah. like uh, you can have aloo McDonald's aloo tikki and chicken you can have chicken burger and mutton burger not more than that that is the yeah, most exactly. popular thing you 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 can eat from the non vegetarian point of view
1: yes well cows are also considered sacred in Nepal and uh, so we in, in this podcast and in the previous podcast that we talked about Nepal we said the cows are considered in Nepal and uh, yeah. we also asked uh, our Nepalese friend if they could eat beef in Nepal and he, you know he said no. So it was actually the same thing that in India tales are also say, uh, considered steak and people are not allowed to eat beef. Yeah so yeah so yeah in
2: the like the majority of uh, Indian people are that follows the religion which is Hinduism and Nepal, Nepal is the first country in the world which is declared itself as a uh, like hindu hindu country so yeah and uh, it is due to the religion like uh, i i consider like the islam people they eat beef and other stuff but in uh, hinduism we prohibit it like uh, we consider like we have a goddess like the main god the three god uh, three main gods one of which which is shiva and the his ride is uh, is cow G- so yeah, it's very sacred in the Hindu religion and Nepal being the Hindu uh, country uh, like they also share the same ideas as we do. So yeah, it's, it, it sounds yeah, familiar.
1: exactly. Well, and uh, it's customary in India to eat food with your fingers, including rice, sauces, meats and vegetables. Some people argue that to truly enjoy an authentic Indian curry, you must eat dish with your hands don't think about using a fork knife and a spoon while you're in India just watch how the locals do it and try finger food out for yourself Indian people are expert in it so isn't it hard for you to eat food with uh, with fingers like to eat uh, all of the food with, with, uh, with fingers
2: uh, so yeah yeah like people say like in India we like people have a pre notion that like people outside outside of India that we all eat our food with hands but that's not the case like we do eat, use spoons and forks to eat different kind of dishes but yeah we like for eating chapatis and bread we use hands like to eat rice as well some people do uh, prefer hand to eating like to uh, get more into the flavors and like to eat with their hands like it it connects to them so not not majority of people do that but yeah people some people enjoy eating like that it's not like a strange thing in india to like to find a person eating with their hands yeah it's so not it's quite, quite enjoyable yeah. As well. you know
0: don't, yeah. don't all of the people don't do that and and by not the, yeah. you don't really use hand with uh, a lot of you know yeah like... yeah even in
2: yeah even in my family i and my sister we use uh spoons to eat food like and the other food like uh like chapatis and other stuff we use hands but mostly we use spoons like but my my parents and my grandparents they and my some cousins as well they use hands to eat yeah so to eat food so like, it depends on the person to person. Yeah. Yeah. Then, but it is not considered as strange in India. Like, you will find people eating with their hands and enjoying their food, yeah, licking their fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the next fact, yeah. you know, in India is the Hindu calendar has six seasons. You know, typically in most countries, there is four seasons calendar. But India follows a six season calendar spring summer monsoon autumn pre-winter and winter you know it's like six seasons right
2: yeah, yeah 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 so the hindu like the hindu culture the we we have a different calendar which like the which most people do not follow but we have a different calendars and the when p pe- when the child like when a newborn baby comes to like uh, when a new new baby born into this world so that he, he is named in Hinduism according to that calendar and uh, uh, what should I say uh, Pandit which is a uh, uh, a priest in Hindu culture he uh, he uh, he reads all of that calendar and he names out the children like he there is two names of the Hindu Hindu child which is born into the Hindu family like, which is uh, according to like when he is born and the, um, one which is given by his parents. So yeah, that happens. Like we have six six season according to the Hindu calendar and the monsoon season is, uh, is is due to the uh, the, uh, the due to in, in monsoon season we experience rain in the northern. Uh, region of the india and it is like uh this this is a short period of like two to three months where we uh, experience the northern part of india experience heavy rainfall so yeah like it's kind of different from other part because india is uh located into the uh, it is called a peninsula peninsula and what is it called i forgot it like it is it is covered with water from the three side and one side is land so like that makes a diff- different from the other countries. It is not a full island and it's not uh, the like the land which is covered, a uh, uh, country which is covered from land from all side. So it varies like the temperature and the seasons varies due to that because it is covered with uh, sea from the three sided and one side is covered with land. So uh, yeah. yeah. And the topmost uh, the northern part is covered with Himalayas. So that. Uh, due to that, it, uh, also the season varies according, accordingly. So generally,
0: yeah. if you want to describe the weather or climate, how is it during the year? Is it most cold
2: or hot? Yeah, so as I said, like India experience, uh, like India has, a we cannot like say that the India has this kind of weather because if you go to south, southern part, it is more closer to the tropic of cancer so uh, it it experienced more of a heat like direct sun rays from the sun so it is kind of more hot there you can see that there is less rain and the winter the winters are short in the southern region so and in the northern region you can see like there are there is snowfall the Himalayas are covered with snowfall and if you go to the northeast there is a state in which is called Chirapunji in India which is in northeastern northeastern air state it is con- it is said that it, this state uh, this city it experienced uh, rainfall all over like for the whole year like rainfall doesn't stop there and they build homes on the like on the pillars so that like they can uh, avoid, avoid wet rain and stuff so yeah so uh, climate Climate is varied accordingly to on which in which state you are living. If you are living in the northern state, you will experience more winter, and if you are living in the southern state, you will experience more of a, uh, summers. Like the temperature is more like humid humid and more warm. So yeah, yeah. you can see like there is a mm-hmm. difference in the southern and northern India. Yeah. They experience different kind of seasons. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind more of because
0: it's it's a yeah. big country, you know. it has a yeah. big area. And let's uh, talk okay. about good places in India.
2: Have you ever been in okay. have you ever been to Taj Mahal? Taj Mahal, no not yet. Like I have like I want to visit Taj Mahal someday, but and, until now not yet. What have you like, heard I am, about it? I'm like currently I'm in I am nineteen years old. So I was born in 2001, so you can see I was uh, I'm going to be 20 in this July. So like I was I joined university in another state. I was in uh, one state which is called Uttarakhand, and I joined in uh, the university in another state for the same reason like I wanted to go out of this place so that I will be more independent I will see more places and meet new people like currently I'm living in my parents and if I go to another another state for college, I'll be getting more independence and stuff. But yeah, you can see the corona thing happened, and we are all locked up in our homes. It doesn't happen. But yeah, I'll. If I get times, like sooner or later, I will see those places. But yeah, Taj Mahal, like mm-hmm. it is. I don't know if it is still in the seven wonders of the world, but it has been there for a long time, long period of time and like it is really great yeah exactly i've heard stories like the the king who built it which is akbar like he it took took the uh uh, the castle to build uh like around 100 to 30 30 to 40 years of time to build that castle and uh to be to build Taj Mahal i should not call it castle but yeah the monument so, and what happened, the crazy part about is that he doesn't want it like it's, I don't know if it's true or not, but this is like everybody know that in India that the king, what he did was when the castle was built, like when the it was finished building and, and Taj Mahal was there, then all the labor and all the people who worked on the castle, he cut, cut off their hands so that, that this monument cannot be replicated again. So, like this is kind of a story which all the people in india know and like yeah. yeah taj mahal all the foreign foreign people who may be watching this podcast like most most of the people uh, outside of uh, india know about this taj mahal because like it is well renowned in uh, in uh, in all over the world so yeah it's it's good Yeah, well, to visit.
1: Yeah, that was an amazing history of Taj Mahal. I mean, I I always wanted to visit India, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to visit India sometime soon. And Taj Mahal is going to be the first place that I'm going to visit in India because it looks beautiful. It looks amazing. And because if there was just one symbol to represent all of India, it would be the Taj Mahal. And millions of tourists uh, make the trip to Agra every year. Uh, the wake up before dawn to see beautiful structure radiant at a radiant sunrise, and uh, the, the most recognizable feature is the white dome at the peak of the mausoleum, often called the onion dome. It rises to about 35 meters, uh, which is 115 feet, and is surrounded by four other
2: domes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Taj Mahal is like the government what they did was what about happening was with taj mahal was that uh, it, it is so much like popular in the world and so much pe- tourists come to to visit in india like it was really crowded around the city and it was so crowded that the pollution happened it it, it started corroding the marble that used that was made used make, uh, making the taj mahal and it was turning like brownish and black yellow black so the government now did was like for the uh, diameter of for the radius of five five kilometers like there is no uh, this thing like you cannot do any business and stuff around the, this five kilometers of radius so that like it will protect the monument to not like deplete over the years. Yeah, so that was a good decision for the government. And yeah, it shouldn't like th- this is the beautiful thing that. That is present like it is one of the most beautiful thing that uh, one of the most beautiful place and uh, Monument that people want to come and see in India So yeah, people like the government wanna and the people wanna preserve it for the betterment of the like the future generation Like to preserve the history and the culture Yeah,
0: yeah, and let's take a look at the next place the next place is Varanasi, I think. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the oldest cities in the world. Varanasi is the holiest place in India. And the spiritual activities take place along the sacred Ganges River.
2: Have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ganges. Ganges River. It is called Ganga in India. But, like, for the like it's english uh, name is ganges and it like this uh, that the god i told you about who's like the ride is how the shiva lord shiva the ganges is considered that the uh, the ganges is originated from his uh, what should i say from his hairs like it originated from his hairs for the first time and it comes down from the himalayas to the To like it is the one of the most sacred uh, rivers in India and all the people like all the devotees go there and like have a bath and it is considered like if you uh, go there and and preserve some water from the Ganges and you uh, store it for like five to ten years it won't like get spoiled so like it happens and all the like it is considered at once a person uh, in the Hinduism it is considered that if a person goes and uh, have it like have a bath in the Ganges River, all his like sins will be washed off. So all the people once in a while go there and have a dip in the river. To like it is, it is ha- like it has some some of the greatest sacred uh, uh, aspects considered to it. So it is one of the most popular and the Varanasi. It is con- it is next to the it, uh, this city falls next to the banks of the river it is in the bank of the river so yeah it is one of the sacred river sacred city as i say i should say because it it is near the sacred river so yeah people go there and have bath in the ganges river and all the, it is surrounded with temple temples people go there pray meditate and all and do all the uh, religious activity so yeah it is also a great place for the foreigner to visit. Like, if you want to see how Hinduism and how the Indian culture really is, and how do people uh, do their uh, like follow the religion, follow the customs, you can visit Varanasi. It's, it's a good place.
0: Yeah, it's really so beautiful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wait, uh, another place. Another yeah. Place. Uh, the next place is. Elora Caves in Kailasa Temple. Uh, have you ever been to this place? The Elora no, Caves? No,
2: not yet. No, 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 bro.
1: Yeah. Uh, around 100 kilometers southwest, the Elora Caves contain nearly uh, three dozen Hindu carvings, the most famous of which is Kailasa Kyle, Kyle Temple, Cave 16. Uh, I think that's what they call it. A massive structure okay. devoted to Lord Shiva, the features life-size life-size elephant sculptures the magnificent carvings at both sides will leave you filled with wonder
2: yeah yeah i'm learning so much from you guys but i have heard of this temple and it it, this is like a piece of an art and like you can see like this how, how can you do such kind of architect it is it is considered that it is it was carved out carved out of just one stone one big stone and it was like carved out a card out of that yeah it was made just out of a single stone and it was using a sickle and uh, it was just card out of that the whole temple it, it took like so many years to build this temple the Elora caves and like it's it's a piece of art like if a person is interested in art and culture then you should go and visit the elora caves like you will be you will definitely be amazed by seeing how the great the architecture is of this and how the how the person mind works and how detailed work that has been done in this elora uh, caves yeah exactly yeah.
1: because i believe and yeah. i believe that those people did a lot you know those people did a lot of work to build this place because uh, back yeah. then they didn't have access to technology, you know, they didn't have access to proper tools. So it must have taken them, uh, you know, it must have taken a long time to to build it. To, you know, just like you said, it takes a long time to uh, carve one stone. But now in this yeah. place, we can see a lot of, you know, yeah, exactly. We can see a lot of them.
2: Yeah. You know, they, yeah, it's kind of fascinating, like how the uh, old people, like our older generation, how like hard working were they and how like how creative their mind was how like how how did they build all of this and you can see most like many of the places in india which are like that and like most of the temples like they are a piece of art and architecture like you can see how like in in sculpting we say like you cannot uh, work with like hastiness you cannot do a sculpting like if you if you do a one wrong step then you cannot undo it so you need to like be patient and follow the process and go slow with it and so much patience and preciseness and the and the the skills these guide guys, guys had who build this place like you guys will be amazed by seeing like in this in the real life and i would also be wanting to visit someday and the next place is
0: Maestrius Skeleton. It's really strange. Have you heard about it? Maestrius um, mysterious Skeleton Lake.
2: Uh, no, I haven't heard all that. Like it's it's a new for me too. Yes, it's Maestrius mys- Skeleton
0: Lake yeah it's like my story you know it's a strange place that yeah yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. you can find human yeah it
2: it it, it is in my state yeah where i live it's in Uttarakhand, rishul Massif, in himalayas yeah yeah where i live i live in northern part of the uh, india and yeah like in Uttarakhand, we can see himalayas with the naked eyes so yeah himalaya covers whole whole of the north and like this re- this skeletal lake must be in some like in the this himalayan range as well it is, it is in roop kund the high it is high altitude glacial lake in uttarakhand state yeah and yeah, uh, but i don't know about it yeah, yeah. yeah
0: check it you have to check it yeah. now you know after this podcast <laughs> go and check it out and and give us the, the yeah. more information complete information to yeah, share yeah. it with
2: the listeners <laughs> uh i will i will let you know guys when i, I visit this place Mystery skeletal lake, yeah. where all the skeletons are being brought up and it it is Let's thought that
0: it, it is thought that the skeletons are the remains of people from the ninth century who, who died during a severe hail storm. It's really strange it's, it's about nine the people who were living in ninth century. It's too strange <laughs> oh yeah
2: yeah yeah it is it is really strange i don't know about this it's not that popular where i like in Uttarakhand, where i live the famous places are nanitar rishikesh rishikesh is the most popular place for the foreigner people like we can see foreign people roaming around in the like the uh, place of rishikesh uh it's like it's just 40 to 8 40 to 45 kilometers from where i live so like it is uh basically people Foreigner people come here to like like there are a lot of meditation centers for the they come here for yoga and spirituality basically so yeah if you if a person wants to like explore more about this the Hindu culture and spirituality they usually prefer Rishikesh because there are a lot of gurus out there and uh, the the sacred uh, river Ganga also uh, passes through passes by that from there and yeah, and people come there and like they practice yoga mm-hmm. and like for one to eight, one to two years and they learn more about India. So like the, in Uttarakhand where I live, this Rishikesh is one of the famous places, and the second place is Nainital where like the most it is uh, famous for the lake which is called the Naini Lake, uh, from where its name is derived from the Naini Lake, and like it, basically in the winter season in the month of uh January and Feb, Feb Jan and December they 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 experience rainfall there the snowfall there so people come there and yeah they experience the mountains and the snowfall and they they can do scuba diving uh what is that in Rishikesh we have uh this uh, river river rafting rafting and bungee jumping we have these kind of adventure sports also and the third thing which is most important is uh, trekking the trekking is the most important uh, most popular thing to do in when the person comes to india so yeah you can go to trek like there are a lot of trek to mountain peaks and stuff so yeah there is a lot of fun to do like in the northern part if a person visiting the northern part in Uttarakhand you can do tracks you can do rafting you can experience snowfall you can uh, go for the spirituality you can go for yoga and yeah there is a lot to explore in in India in the uh, uh, northern side so yeah yeah and I have an, but I do have to check this place out yeah and I have a little lake
0: yes I just wanted to ask you a question if you want to be really yeah. honest with the listeners do you really suggest people to visit India
2: Yeah definitely bro Yeah if the person is avid traveler then the India should be the top most country that you need to visit because uh, the places the diversity the culture the people different kind of people and different kind of religion different kind of like, there are 28 uh, national languages in India so like there is so much difference in how the pe- people are brought up how the people think how the people behave and how this culture works and how the society works you can go to another state and you will see like there is a whole, whole lot of different world and you go to northern part you will experience different kind of atmosphere you will see different kind of people and you go to another part you will see different kind of so it's Full of it is rich of culture and diversity. So I, it, I, I, agree. I strongly suggest every person who is watching this video that India should be in your top most list, uh, top most country to visit. If if you are an avid traveler and you want to visit, uh, and also like if a person is visiting India, like it's it's not that much. It not that it will not cost them that much if you are going to like in tier one countries France Paris Germany like you will have a decent stay here people are nice and like people are nice and they will help you guide like they will guide you through you can you will have a good time in India here like definitely you should you should definitely come to India and we welcome you
0: yeah, yeah exactly. you, Thank you. Well, actually you can yeah, you I can mean, see different kind of different things in India the religion, the people uh, the culture yeah. the the natures it's really you know many things you can't find in it yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah because nature, yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, yeah like you know this uh, this Pilism lake is really strange for me. And uh, I already got a list of creepy places that I'm gonna, you know, that I'm gonna visit in the future. So starting with the the Conjuring House, you know, the Conjuring House from the Conjuring movie. And I think I should (laughs) add, you know, Mr. Lake to this list.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Mystery Lake. Yeah. You can. You can. Yeah. The the if you're talking about the haunted places, like there is a place in Rajasthan, which is like mostly desert and uh, there is a place called Bhangar and it is like a deserted uh, temple and it is considered like the top 10 most haunted places in India (laughs) so if you are looking for that like it it is banned like people cannot go there in night and people have tried and they have they were like uh, uh, gone like they were missing so yeah so you can visit it in day, like it is one of the haunted places in India. When, like I don't, I, I think it is in top three, probably. So yeah, if we are talking about haunted places, you can visit in, in that in Rajasthan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And thank you, thank you, man. We all enjoyed being yeah. with you. You know, it, it was yeah, a good I'll... conversation with you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you very much. I love you
2: guys and thank you for the and all the people for listening to our podcast yeah yeah thanks and all the, the li- yeah. yeah and all to to all the listeners like we we I am I, I as an Indian like I represent my country and I welcome you all if you wanna ever come to India and for like anything like any studies uh to to explore the culture to visit new places to meet people to find peace in your life then you are most welcomed here and we will be uh we will do our best to make your stay happy and enjoyable thank you very much
1: uh thank you thank you guys and, for having me in the uh, podcast yeah thanks for uh for joining our podcast it was uh you know it i really appreciate it and uh I hope the listeners the podcast thank you everyone uh and once again, please subscribe and leave comments. We need your comments. And till next time we'll see you.
0: Thank you. you next time. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who will listen to our podcast here in the next episode. Leave comments and subscribe. Goodbye.